you can stop peeking out of your windows. There's no use in trying to lock your doors because the podcast is coming from inside the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Pick Fifth. That is the podcast is coming from inside the house and our debut broadcast where we, your humble and soon to be deified hosts, will discuss everything horror culture. No, I didn't say horticulture, I said horror culture. And what is horror culture, you may ask? Horror culture covers everything from Halloween in October to the movies, haunts, ghosts, ghost houses, ghost stories, all the things that we love to watch, view, and spend our money on that scare the shit out of us and stir our imagination. Horror has become more than just a October and a Halloween exercise. It is now something that we take part of throughout the entire year. From January all the way through Christmas, there's always some sort of haunted attraction going on or something to capture our imaginations and scare the shit out of us. Now, without any further ado, let me introduce you to some of our wonderful co-hosts that we're going to have here on Pick 5th. I'll start off with the lovely and wonderful Tori. Hi. Hey, Tori. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about yourself? <laughs> Okay, um, I'm a uh, 23-year-old FX makeup artist and body painter. I'm a co-director of a local film here in Fayetteville. I am a haunt actor and aspiring neurosurgeon. No, not because of Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy. I just like brains, okay? Um, <laughs> I, it's actually because of Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy. Okay, maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm taking part in the podcast because I like to work and because I'm not freelancing anymore um i i I need to work (laughs) so uh seriously working really builds my confidence and makes me feel like i'm doing something with my life other than sitting at home on my ass playing uh borderlands um to uh, any of our uh guests out there listening that sit on your ass all day and play borderlands no offense taken there we love you and keep subscribing to the podcast borderlands borderlands is amazing anyway um this doing this podcast really helps me connect with my fellow co-hosts and um, all the other people that are in our little horror community Um, because I don't have a lot of friends that like horror. My husband doesn't like horror and I just don't have a lot of horror loving friends. So I like these people and I want to connect with them more. And I get to take this podcast with me wherever I go, no matter if there's a six hour time difference uh i'm still gonna take it with me and even if that six hour time difference turns into um even longer because we go somewhere else um i'm still gonna take it with me because i'm dedicated to this project (laughs) just to catch you all up tori's actually going to be leaving us here in the very new future for the horrible and uninhabitable island of hawaii where she will have to put up with sunny 70 degree weathers all day as well as beautiful temperatures and beaches yes so you guys can all send her a wonderful note telling her how sorry you are for her that she's yes. going to have to go live the life of luxury while the rest of us are stuck here in North Carolina. Yes, and I will be a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> she means that literally. She's actually going to try to become a lobster no, while like, she's there. I, I will literally turn into a lobster. <laughs> all right, next, folks, we have fresh out of the hospice house and card-carrying member of the AARP, John. Hi, my name's John. Uh, I guess my interest in horror began when I was younger. Uh, when I was in the first grade, there was a teacher that, my first grade teacher was someone I utterly despised. Of course, she despised me too. She kept sending me to the principal's office. But that's a different note altogether. 
one one Halloween she read the class a like a ghost story. It was a it was kind of dark even for first grade where the, it was about these two sisters that slipped into a haunted house and die. And from then on, it's like a, uh, uh, for some reason that something about the story affected me to the point where I had nightmares that night. My dad, of course, being working shift work, was uh, working all sorts of off hours, and his sleep pattern wasn't all that great. So what what happened was I started screaming. And he went up in his colorful language, told me to knock it out. It wasn't real. After that, though, the horror movies and stuff never really scared me. I saw a few jump scares. Later on, like uh, after that, that point on, horror movies never really scared me as such. But I did, but I did develop an interest in the genre. There was an old UHF station that played like a like Saturday afternoon, something called Creature Double Feature. What that was was a collection of like you're talking some mix of like top drawer uh, horror movies like from Universal and Hammer Studios all the way to the Dumpster Fire B movies. And from then on, I was in love with the genre itself. Along with that general overlove of history, I've also generally love anything to do with like like mostly gothic type uh, era horror stuff, anything from like the 30s all the way into the early 70s. As I said, I'd like generally anything about trivia, the contents of the movies, the history around them, anything in general with the older films I could tell you about. Just to remind everybody, when John first started liking the horror genre, there was still actually a man in the movie theater playing piano uh, while the movies were rolling through and all the words that we saw on there came on the screen. Uh, there was actually no sound yet. Well, like I say, you know, keep in mind that, you know, uh, keep in mind that the very first, as, as you, Chris, uh, Pat, probably could tell you, the very first horror movie was that was actually a French film uh, called uh, in eight ninety six was a vampire flick, and I'm sure you probably know that Pat probably knows probably seen it as well with you probably with me when we we seen the second horror movie which is the first American horror movie was Thomas Edison's version of Frankenstein which is nineteen ten, so it's like one of those, I'm sure you were there with me you had the pop the five cent popcorn yeah uh, with the chopping down on the Absolutely. We uh, brought our best gals there who we were courting at the time. Yeah, of course. We drove in the Model we borrowed your dad's Model T, right? Uh, well, back then we still had the Flintstones car, but yeah, we were, we were, <laughs> I remember those days. And just so you guys know that John is definitely our resident local knowledge or connoisseur of all things horror and all facts and stuff like that. So he will be dropping troves of information on you throughout this podcast, much of which you didn't even know that you wanted to know. Come on, my, my goal is to get people so bored to death that they fall asleep uh, uh, waiting for the next host to show up, you know? And speaking of the other hosts, let me go ahead and introduce everybody now to the wonderful, beautiful, morbid hippie known as Leanne. Hello. Hi, Leanne. Hi, how are you? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Michelle. Uh, so, I got interested in horror. I actually used to be really frightened of it as a child. Uh... I remember the first scary movie I ever saw was The Lost Boys. Yes, the one with uh, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Oh, God, they're dreamy. That was beautiful. <laughs> I was eight years old. My oldest sister was babysitting, and she was watching that movie. And the the scene where they kill the vampires and all the glitter comes out absolutely terrified me. So, yes, I was terrified of The Lost Boys. And you can all mock me if you want to. And we will. If you wish to mock Leanne, please send your emails to dickfishshow at pickfit.com. And, and see, I know that Patrick will mock me because I live with him and he mocks me all the time. I won't mock you, Leanne. 
I love you, Tori. I love you, too. Aww. <laughs> this friendship. So I, as a young teen, I actually started enjoying horror. My cousin and I would watch a, um, would watch Friday the 13th marathons together and keep running body count. And I realized that horror could be like a fun communal experience. It could be a social experience. And uh, it's nothing necessarily to be afraid of because, like John said, it's it's fake. So. Well, to some people it's fake. To others, horror is a very, very real thing. And we will <laughs> talk about that in later episodes. Mm, yeah. I cannot wait. So. Uh, yeah, so when I was a teenager, I used to hang out with my my friend Katie and we would like comb through the video store and I know I'm dating myself because video I'm, Tor- I'm also dating her oh yeah Tori have you ever seen a VHS um yes I actually grew up with VHS's oh thank god and I and I'm only 23 but I used to go to video stores too <gasps> yes what about- I remember Blockbuster I remember what about 8-track players you remember those I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> LPs. Still have no idea what you're talking about, John. Back in the days of horseless carriages, John actually had to sit there. If he wanted to listen to a horror track on his radio, he had to actually crank the sonogram (laughs) as it went round and around and around. You need a phonograph? And just so everybody knows, there are still video stores out there, and some of what they sell is horrific. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a truly horrifying pun. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. So I didn't even watch Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time until I was in high school. I was 16 years old. That's about the time it came out. That was 1998. Okay. So that was not the time when it came out. No, it came out much earlier than that when you were in high school. (laughs) It's been too much Virgil you're talking about. Remember, they got redone a few years back, so you know. Oh, God, don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that movie in the theater. I regretted it. I'm sorry if anybody actually liked that movie. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much my origins. I, I love horror. I really started digging in when I was a teenager and watching B-movies and just started to to see all of the classics and became like a really big John Carpenter fan. And I'm not that much of a Wes Craven fan. I'm going to apologize to you now for that. So, but. Well, all right. That's the wonderful thing about horror, though, is that it touches so many people in different ways. I mean, whether or not you like horror films or not, everybody likes ghosts. They like ghost stories. Everybody likes something in there. And for the more adventurous of us, you like going to haunts and paying somebody $25 to get the hell scare out of you for 20 to 25 minutes. Because you know what? There's a little bit in all of us that wants to believe that the creepy, dark, horrible, monstrous things that exist in our imagination can actually be true. And if it is, we're going to explore that here as well. So just a quick note while we break up the uh, in-between here. We'd like to let everybody know that this podcast is not going to be a PG podcast. Now, none of the hosts here swear like sailors. However, if an F-bomb or any other four-letter word that might make you feel uncomfortable gets dropped every now and then, we really don't give a shit. <laughs> I'd like to just go ahead. I'd like to just go ahead and apologize to my family ahead of time. I know that you guys know that I curse a little bit, uh, like just a little bit, but um, you haven't heard me when I'm in my own house. So I'm sorry, Patty, Tim, 
Michael, Meredith, Meredith, if you're listening to this, you better get off of here. <laughs> but you're 13, girl, stop. But <laughs> yeah, I curse a lot, so I'm sorry. That being said, uh, this show's going to, the format's going to be uh, free. We believe in free broadcast, free speech, and free people. And we are not going to censor anything that we put out on the air because, God damn it, you have a <laughs> freedom loving group of people right here. <laughs> Yay for First Amendment. There we go. Yay for 1A. And going last, and definitely most importantly to everybody listening out there, my name is Patrick, your wonderful, awesome, most exalted host of this show. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I actually was terrified of horror movies growing up as a young child. My brothers, who are all at least five years older than me, used to for, uh, make me watch horror movies at late at night when I was six, seven years old, and they would scare the living hell out of me. I, for a good two or three months, was definitely afraid to ever go into a bathroom after I saw the movie It. Well, what was the miniseries It turned into a movie. For a long time, I thought that there were going to be deadly leprechauns chasing me down, even though that movie was terrible now that I look, about it, look back at it uh, from nowadays, it was awful. However, as time went by and I grew up and realized that, hey, fake stuff is fake, I too became a huge horror fan. So much so that since I've moved out here and gotten to know some of these wonderful hosts that you see around you, I've started participating in small indie films and also doing horror haunts and acting and anything else I could to get involved with the entire culture around horror. Not to mention, on a cold or warm or really any night at all, if we're sitting around the house and bored, then basically what's going to be on our television is going to be old cheesy horror movies because we can't get enough of them. That is absolutely true. I yeah. can attest to that. That or uh, MST3K. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of that, it's a uh, really good time here. I think we should go around, and why doesn't every single one of uh, our hosts here tell them what your favorite horror movie is and why, and kind of just a quick little story about, about your favorite genre and horror as well. Uh, why don't we start with you, John? Something that was actually on the film, not just people acting out on stage. Or... <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> oh, we, you want me to tell me I see John Wilkes Booth live in, in, in the theater? Come on. Oh, my God. He's not that old. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess I'm... That was a Lincoln joke for everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Who's, Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lincoln? Who's <laughs> Lincoln? That's a really very esoteric cultural reference there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, I guess I, I'm more geared to like the older classic movies, like the old Universal horror movies from the 30s to the into the 70s. Uh, I guess I like well, I miss when I got into, into horror. I guess it's like since my dad instilled in me a total love of history, I like the older horror stuff. I think related to it, like you're talking like the time it took for the lead paint that they put on Boris Koloff for the Frankenstein movies or the. Or what, what Barbara Steele, the British scream star from the 60s, really thought about a career. I guess I like anything to do with it. I mean, talking like the the castles, the creepy, uh, you know, the creepy era, the the creepy forest, anything uh, old school gothic. Hmm. So but, if I held a gun up to your head, though, and told you, give me your favorite horror movie or not in five words or less and why, what would you say? 
My very first horror movie that I recall seeing as a kid was The Horror of Dracula with Christopher Lee. Five words. Why do you love that movie? See, I've just done what Chris John... Christopher Lee is fucking amazing. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> Tori just saved your life there. Yeah, well, it's basically true. Plus... You guys are all going to learn that John will be able to tell you anything about anything you want to hear horror-wise. So if I try to make him do something in five words, he looks at me with this just of pure rage saying how could i ever describe anything to you in five words when five paragraphs doesn't even begin to start the subject <laughs> well i like what i think i like about it is the, it was a classic christopher lee peter crushing uh, team up okay i mean i always they always like the, they always played off each other real well five words good job <laughs> I, 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 I think we nailed it there all right, from now on, you're limited to five words per episode, which is going to make you a very, very uh, unknown character here or unknown host. He's probably host just going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'll be more obscure. I'm Johnny Obscure. I can fade in the background. No, be behind the curtain. <laughs> All right, why don't, uh, why don't you go next there, Tori? Um, well, I l- love, and this is on love, Ooh, torture. Yeah. And pineapple pizza. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> pineapple does not go on pizza. But you know what goes good together is gore and torture. So go ahead and take a gander at what my favorite horror movie is. So, The Love Boat. <laughs> the Love Boat. Blood sucking no. freaks. No. Blood sucking freaks. No. Well. Well. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, gore. And torture is just something that I get stares for. When when I moved here to Fayetteville, when my husband and I moved here, I started doing FX makeup and my love for horror showed even more because I couldn't wa- I didn't want to watch that stuff around my then, I think, a 10, 11 year old cousin who I, uh, I was living with my aunt and uncle and two cousins. And I didn't want to watch anything like that around her, even though I'm such a terrible person. I'm kidding. But uh, I didn't want to, you know scar my family (laughs) um so when my husband and i moved here i started doing makeup and he bought me saw because he knew that i loved saw that's my favorite movie by the way and he bought me all the saw movies and he would not watch them with me and so (laughs) (laughs) so um you know, my love for horror kind of took over a whole room in my house. And very early in our marriage, he didn't know that we had been dating for two years before we got married. And very early in our marriage, he did not know how much I loved gore and torture. Did he not know that you wanted to make a living out of painting horrible things on people's faces? He didn't know that before he married me. Because it wasn't even a thought in my mind that I wanted to do stuff like that. It, just to be clear here, you weren't pregnant when you got married either, right? No. So this wasn't a shotgun wedding, ladies no. and gentlemen. They Ooh. they actually never discussed what her biggest passion was before they got married. Nope. Well, it, was, it wasn't very big with me. Like, I would watch FX makeup tutorials on YouTube, and he knew that I watched them, and that was it. He didn't know that I actually... Thought well, that and I had three jobs at the same time, so I was like, I had no other, I had no time to do anything like that. Just to be clear, husband didn't know that she liked torture porn before getting married. <laughs> you make it sound so tawdry. 
I'm sorry, but if you like Saul or if you like Hostel or you like any of those other movies, you're into torture porn. That's what you're getting off on there is people's agony, which is just fine and yeah. we love it. But well, I am very sadistic and psychotic. So, are you related to Elizabeth Bathory? What? Elizabeth Bathory. Are you related to her in some way? No. Are you sure? No, no blood countess relation? No. no. But, um, it's so dark. So if you don't really know me, I am a very, very sensitive and emotional person. And I actually care about other people a whole lot more than I care about myself. Okay. She wants to make sure that they're gone through good anesthesia before she chops them up into small pieces. Yes. Yes. Iron Maiden. <laughs> but I'm actually, like, I've was never really a rule breaker um but there's just that whole i'm gonna call it my alter ego is just very very sadistic um and that alter ego comes out in my haunt acting which fuels it even more (laughs) sidebar there can patrick and i can attest because we actually worked with tori at a haunt this past year that uh, we always knew people scary. were coming down the hall because we could hear Tori screaming from. Oh, I don't know, about three, four hundred yards away at least. <laughs> I think that everyone in downtown Fayetteville heard Tori screaming. Yeah, they did. But we would we would look at each other and say, "Oh, there goes Tori." <laughs> well, people, they're, people coming, coming. they're coming up. Um, so scaring people makes me feel powerful in a sense, and that just carries over into my love for torture um in horror movies not torture like in, like i would never torture anyone enhance, disclaimer enhance terminology enhance interrogation yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but for with gore blood and gore in movies never bothered me like if, if i would get hurt I, it just wouldn't phase me. I have a high pain tolerance too, so that's that. I guess that kind of helps. Um, well, that, and watching gore in movies just makes me want to get better at my career. If I don't become a surgeon and I get big in makeup, that just makes me want to be better. So remember, there, watching people suffer in movies makes her want to become better in her career as a neurosurgeon. Yes, mm. kinda, yeah, okay. but. Ladies and gentlemen, this lady will be operating on you one day. Make sure you have good insurance. <laughs> but t- looking at gore in movies makes me want to be better at my job. I want to be good enough at my job to um, really disgust people through a TV screen. That's all that I want to do. I love it. That it, it it just goes hand in hand with me being a haunt actor. I just want to make people like squirm and just be disgusted. <laughs> well, now that we have scarred everybody in the audience permanently with that wonderful description, uh, why don't we go ahead and move on to something I'm sure is going to be a little bit happier. Uh, Leanne, why don't you tell us about your favorite horror movie and the genre you like? Oh, okay. Well, my favorite horror movie of all time is Suspiria by Dario Argento. Yes, that if nobody's ever seen it, it's a um, Italian horror movie from the seventies, and it's uh, modeled after the tale of Snow White. So you'll see you'll see uh, sort of the storyline of the sweet innocent girl confronting the evil queen figure, but it's all about witches. 
German witches at a ballet school. <laughs> and it's really graphic and really colorful. And uh, I highly suggest dropping ass or smoking dope before you watch it. <laughs> and doing so on a high def TV. Mm. So I, you know, watching it on the high def. All right. I, for all of you. And of course, she's showing her uh, horror chops there by dropping a bougie title on the first foreign film here. Of course, that's your favorite. <laughs> Hold your pinky out while you watch it, everybody. Oh, oh well, well. I, but I also have to say that. Uh, Make sure you're drinking craft beer. <laughs> when, I love horror because it's a great form of social commentary, and it's a really good expression of like all the anxieties and and fears that people in a society and culture like. I love horror for that. It's kind of like how South Park became social commentary in the comedic sense. But uh, when I was in college, I read this. Uh, I'm such a nerd that I used to go sit in the stacks in the library and read literary criticism and film criticism in my spare time. It wasn't for school. It was just for fun. Nerd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of those were about horror movies. So I, I started to see Wes Craven movies and John Carpenter movies in a different way. And I learned about body horror like, if you've ever seen any David Cronenberg, um, Rabbit, Existence, he's all about making you just absolutely squirm in your seat, as Story said. But uh, if, you, if you've ever seen The Fly, The Fly is one of the very popular ones with uh, Jeff Goldblum. The movie's disgusting. <laughs> it's absolutely atrocious. Yes, it's I, bad. <laughs> I, I guess I need to watch it then. <laughs> yes. Well, it's a scientist experiments on himself and slowly Ooh. his body deteriorates and decays in front of your face and he Beautiful. starts to change and it's disgusting. Beautiful. As opposed to Human Centipede, which is actually a wonderful oh. commentary on no. the no. plight and beauty of life and how we're all interconnected with one another no. with our buttholes to our lips. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't with the human centipede. And violating no. that most basic tenet that Clerks 2 taught us, never go ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> never. Well, I, I'm not saying that every horror movie is some big, broad social commentary. Because I, we learned firsthand because we did the human centipede challenge one evening and watched all three movies back to back mm. to back. Oh. Pun fully intended. And <laughs> back to back. <laughs> I just got <laughs> Our our wonderful tech guru sound engineer DB is giving me the most disgusted look. <laughs> he's he's done. He's done so stick a fork at him. <laughs> uh but yeah, it, it definitely has that ability. And especially to talk about things that really nasty, disturbing things like the torture porn and the gore and the horror <laughs> and the fear of what can happen to the human body, you know, because you could walk down the street and get mauled by a tiger tomorrow. What? That can happen. I, when's the last time somebody walked down the street and got mauled by a tiger? Are we living in New Delhi now? We might be. No, we're not. We're living in North Carolina. If somebody walks down the street and gets mauled by a tiger here, that's a very big occurrence. What about a bobcat? See, John knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. All right. I'm going to say to call your statistics. When's the last time somebody walked down the street and got mauled by a bobcat in North Carolina? That's oh. right. So, <laughs> all right. I just found an article in January 30th, 2017. A tourist mauled to death by tigers in front of wife and child had jumped fence to avoid a 15-pound entrance fee. Awesome. Yeah, but see... <laughs> 15 pound entrance fee, which means we're talking about England, a third world country, where these types of things happen every day. Oh, okay. 
No, what you're saying is England's a shithole, right? The English... It's not a shithole. Oh my god, it's not a shithole. The English have bastardized the American language. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, DB looks horrified. He's he's the barometer of it. He's going to be our barometer for what's appropriate. (laughs) He'll be the censor. (laughs) Do we need one of those buttons where you can just... Beep. Beep. Too much. (laughs) You'll just edit us all out. Uh, But I love... I love also the strong heroine in horror films. Like, I love the idea of the final girl who's fighting back against all these overwhelming odds. And if anybody's ever seen the uh, movie You're Next, where the tiny Australian girl reveals she was raised by survivalists and starts just massacring bad guys. Mm. Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of aspiration there, too. I think she's a uh, hashtag girl boss <laughs> in that movie. I don't know what this hashtag is you speak of. But uh, you kids today, and your slang, your slang words. Okay, slow down, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so also big fan of uh, independent horror. So I'll probably like, you know, in the future, definitely want to talk more about that. Blair Witch Project. I loved the Blair Witch Project, and I also love that you uh, film today. Found footage has become very much sort of a cliched subgenre. Yeah, I, I've heard that a lot of people just don't like found footage anymore. I mean, I don't either, but. <laughs> I like found footage a lot, but I, it, it really has just become very formulaic. Yeah. Like, I think we watched, um, we, we, we've watched so many found footage movies. It doesn't feel authentic anymore. It doesn't. But see, I think that's the point sometimes of found footage is that you got to appreciate a genre when it realizes that it's gone past the point of livability and they just go for the, hey, here's what you're getting. It's a cookie cutter and take it or leave it because you know what? This is, this is a moneymaker for us. Yeah, but... For instance, hmm. let's talk about Evil Dead. You had Evil Dead 1, which actually tried to be a horror movie. They were doing really hard, and they said, oh, okay, this is going to be a really scary horror movie, and Bruce Campbell's going to be in here, and wow. So it sucked as far as a horror movie goes, but it was a great film. Then you go to Evil Dead 2. They're like, okay, let's throw some laws in here because <laughs> the, the ghost and all this stuff is kind of already not believable. Why don't we do something crazy like, I don't know, chop the fucking dude's arm off. And put a chainsaw on it. <laughs> and then people liked Evil Dead too. So what do you get next? You get Army of Darkness where they just said, hey, screw this trying to make anything scary thing. Let's send him to the super secret netherworld of, of, you know, medieval times LARPing and let's play kill zombies in that world. They're deadites. Exactly. <laughs> so these things all have their place uh, within the genre, within the culture itself. I get, you know, sometimes the best films are the films that make fun of themselves because they got a good sense of humor about it. Like, so I guess you're a Scream fan then. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought Scream was a good movie. Uh, although I will say that my favorite <sighs> horror film of all time was definitely Vincent Price's version of The House on Top of the Haunted Hill. Go to reference, obscure reference, like I would make him up with it. Yes, I. This is John back in his heyday. You know, the what? This would have been early fifties. Uh, sometimes fifties, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Ought, so, ought to. Yeah, there you go. Nineteen fifty-two. I've been correct. <laughs> no, ought to. Nineteen o two. Ah. Oh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no. So, uh, House on Haunted Hill. Great movie. Great plot. Wonderful cast. Uh, it makes you wonder. You know, what parties people threw back then because the ladies sitting in the house and the only thing they seem to agree upon is that they should A, drink whiskey, uh, <laughs> and B, that there's no such thing as ghost. 
And turns out that they're right. Uh, as far as the whole genre goes, though, what, what really attracts me to horror is the fact that it is one of those few genres of film where you don't need to be good to be successful. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest with you here, right? Some of the most iconic and, and, and horror films or horror genres and things like that that we, we really like in the world are some of the silliest ones, too. I mean, I... I Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I love that. And movie. nobody's book is that was that a cinematic production that of high quality. No, it was freaking stupid little clowns walking around with a popcorn gun and a <laughs> cotton candy gun sucking the blood out of teenagers. I hate movies like that. And yet we all <gasps> love them. So I do. Well, I mean, well, yeah, right, yeah. now, now hold on, it's different. It's clowns in it. Uh, so, what do you mean? Like you hate B movies? I just. See, I thought that Teeth was kind of like that. But at the same time, I don't know why I loved it so much. <laughs> but, like, I don't know if Sharknado is considered a horror movie, but I hate Sharknado. <gasps> I can't. I can't with which, films like which, that. Which, which Sharknado have you seen? The Well, only the first one. But here's the thing, is that I run on logic. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I... I I have so, to so find you're, you're logic in everything. You're a rationalist. Yes. Scooby Doo mystery is your thing, right? Yep. Yes. I love. Oh my god! Don't get me started on Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. Well, I love Scooby Doo. I learned something new about Tori today. I love Scooby Doo. Awesome. Coming soon was my be... ish. Is oh wait what? <laughs> Coming soon our episode exclusively on the mysteries of Scooby Doo and how it was always <laughs> Farmer John. <laughs> he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those damn kids. Damn meddling teenagers. Mm. Like I said, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Leanne knows of who Anne Radcliffe is, right? You know, the gothic writer back in the day. Oh, Anne Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah, she that... was actually was the first one to come out like I say supernatural stuff. The logical explanation behind it. So she's responsible for the talking dog and the and Shaggy smoking, doping back the van and mm. stuff, all the fun stuff. That was just implied. That never happened on screen. Yeah, but still, you know, be honest. Give me, give me a look. 80s, 60s, come on. Let's be honest. See, that's the part of it, too, though, that, that, that we all love about horror and stuff like that. I don't think anybody that goes into a haunted house has, ever has a thought that any of the things that they see in that haunted house are actually going to kill them, are actually going to maim them, or actually going to hurt them. But something about the human psyche convinces us that once we purchase that ticket and we're standing there, that adrenaline starts running. Mm-hmm. And soon you're standing at the door, and I'm waiting in line to get in there a little bit, and I'm kind of getting a little anxious about it. But my my girl's sitting next to me, so I got you know I got to pretend Hello? like this ain't shit. This is the uh, best scare. The best. But then the group in front of you, the group in front of you goes into the house, and once the group in front of you goes into the house, you hear a couple of scares and some screams. Every now and then you may see a little kid flying out the exit <laughs> door somewhere, and you're thinking, okay, well, what the hell is actually going on here? It's that thought. It's the buildup of the psyche. Mm-hmm. It's the the what ifs in people's minds that, that goes past the rational or the logical or, or what's known. Because I know that you're an actress, mm-hmm. but in the moment I don't. Yeah. Well, you got to have really good actors to be able to pull that off too. Because there can be crap actors in there. <laughs> and they're just, you know, sitting in a corner just like, help. And yep. it just doesn't get the job done. And then you're like me. Where you like you really go like to out? fuck with people's heads. So you know you're saying you go go all out. I go all out. She yes she for does for whatever I'm doing. 
And that's the thing, too, though. But that's why we're talking about here. What we're going to be speaking of is horror culture because all of that, all this stuff, it's not just the films that brings us into it. And this is not just Halloween. Putting on freaking costumes and stuff anymore isn't what we're about. What we're about is the entire idea of it. The fact that A&E and some of these other channels have entire shows dedicated to people pulling off cheesy, fake ghost tricks with cameras that can be easily explained, yet what do we all do? We sit there and watch it because we want to believe that it's true. And as much as we want to believe that it's true, some of us, hey, we do believe that it's true. There's other of us that are probably following my side of it that are skeptical and like to make fun of them at the end of it. <laughs> but in a way, we can have a good conversation about it. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PickFifth or like us on Facebook at The Podcast is Coming from Inside the House. Also visit our website, PickFifth.com. That's P-I-C-F-I-T-H.com. Special thanks to Joe Raves Special Effects at Joe Raves FX DB Vision Media at DB Vision Media and Half-Witted Entertainment. That music means that we have reached the end of our very first episode. Be sure to look out for new episodes dropping regularly within the next couple of weeks. For all of us here at PickFifth, the podcast is coming from inside the house. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day.